When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, nothing about Ashley Parker Angel is predictable. He's kind of the king of oh, music. Oh, Ashley Parker Angel? That you yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, cool. You I, love him? I know nothing about him. Oh, well, he was the lead singer of O-Town. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that. But that's And I know he was. A, he had a small stint in Hairspray yes. on Broadway for a little bit, and that's all I know about him. You don't know about his solo album, Soundtrack to Your Life? I knew he had one. I didn't know what it was called. Oh, well, is now it you good? know. Yes, I can lend you the right. physical CD that I, I purchased on Amazon. Did, I, did he also have a reality show at some point on MTV? I, that... I mean, he was on the O-Town making the band, of, yes, course, of course, but it seems like he could have. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It's not ringing any bells. I remember I followed a guy on social media, uh-huh. I think Facebook, this was years and years and years ago, and he was a, a relatively level-headed person, yeah. but he was, when I tell you, obsessed with Ashley Parker Angel, he would post a new Straight picture. Straight guy? No, gay. Okay. I don't know. That's why I was confused. No, but like it was like his celebrity crush, and he would post a new picture of Ashley Parker Angel every single day. And when I tell you this was years after Ashley Parker Angel was popular. <laughs> like <laughs> Wow, I love that for him. That's very that's a very consistent oh, he, he and allowed was in celebrity love crush. With him. Yes, and he would post like pictures that were like ten years old. Wow. And it was just like, oh, you're still on this. I mean pick. Ashley still I know he does a lot of like shirtless pics for the does gram he still now. Do it yeah, now? no, he's he's very into like he's like a fitness influencer person, I think, is kind of his brand. I mean, good for him. I, I mean, think he's good. Hey, Might as well do it. He is. And his I think his son is on American Horror Story. Oh my so, god! The lyric Angel, who yes, I think there was a reality show because that's how I know that his child is named Lyric. Wow! Wow, guys, it's all coming back to me now. Ashley, as Celine told us. <laughs> everybody, welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. That's Matt Palmer. Sorry, I was adjusting our levels. Yes, yeah, I started the intro and all of a sudden Matt Palmer stood up and started doing things. And I was like, wait, do I stop? What yes, do I do? no, start, keep going. Okay, guys, I'm going to keep talking. How are you? I'm good. Matt Palmer, how are you? I'm good. I am just getting back from Balboa Island. I went with my man and his family and it was such a lovely time. It was my first time being there. Balboa Island's lovely. My friend Megan has like a house down there and Ooh. I've gone there a couple times. Oh. And- and Matt Palmer was telling me he was doing a paddle boarding, I was, I was, which I did once. Yes, I did a stand up. You did a sit down. I sat. Down. Right? Everyone was standing up, and I was like, "I'm going to sit down for this." <laughs> or no, I like kneeled a little bit. Mm, like, yeah, I didn't want to tip over. Well. I, that's good because I did tip over, mm. <laughs> which was tough for me. It was a it was a big fall, I must say. Um, but the worst part about it was I was wearing my like new ish sunglasses that I like very much. Oh, they and were new-ish. They were like in the past three or four months. Oh um, god, I know, and it sucks. And you know, sometimes you had to say goodbye and just let things go into the sea. But <laughs> I feel like I have lost sunglasses in dumber and less exciting ways. So I learned a lesson. Next yeah. time I'm on a stand up paddleboard, let's take the sunglasses off. Let's just squint into the sky if we yeah. must. 
podcast. See, as someone who actively hates sunglasses, which is weird, I because I, to me it hurts my eyes more to look at things twelve shades darker than it is to look in the sun. Like mm. it, it, I, I. This is why I don't drink or do drugs. Like the <laughs> thought of seeing things differently from how they actually are just like really upsets me. I feel like there are probably so, more reasons you don't do drugs, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously because drugs are bad. Yes. yes. Um. But but no, that's like why I've never had any interest right. whatsoever. It's obviously, just like um. But because even like sunglasses just drive me nuts. I like I, I hate the feeling of wearing them. But and what so, about when you're driving home and like the sun is right in your eye? I mean, like, I just put my little sun blocker down. What's yeah. it called? Visor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just put that down. It's fine. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I, I still would squint. I it is like, it is a little hard because we live on the west side yes. and so like if we're driving home yes. uh, like west during the when the sun is setting, the yeah. sun is literally it's directly. directly. That's the, that's yeah, the that time. is hard. That's why I like to keep my sunglasses generally just in my car at all times. So you know, we're on a beach. It was yeah. like a, you know that. Kind so of like day. to me, the thought of like having sunglasses and bring having to bring them everywhere you go and like mm. people taking sunglasses so seriously is just very strange for me. I mean, it's not like um, I'm taking them seriously. I just want nice ones. I like when you, things are nice. You spent money, so I, much money. Sometimes on you gotta spend money to look nice. I uh, I can't. You know, and I'm gonna have to buy them. <laughs> the thing is, I, this is how I've literally just been in places where I've just physically lost them for no reason and like mm. that's more upsetting to me than like I was, you know, my options were go to the top of the water and like begin to breathe again or like deep dive for my sunglasses and yeah. I made the right choice. I also don't really like natural bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really feels like the beach is your place from what yeah, you've I described. Mean, obviously, like I'm not I'm a redhead, so like going down the shores, I go for the rides and for the food and mm. for the fun. Do you have to like slather yourself in sunscreen? Oh, I need to just bathe mm. in it. Yeah, it's but terrible. you do pretty well. I feel like I've never in all our time together never seen you with a sunburn. Or not a bad one at least. Oh, that's because I like, you know, I take care. That's I, great. I take I stay indoors. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. I mean, an indoor yeah. cat is a cat I like. So. Wow, I just like gave a whole rant about a bunch of stuff I didn't like. <laughs> so how was your week? My week, it was great. Good. Like I had a very nice week. Yeah. I hurt my back yesterday. I don't Aww. know how. I, guys, I swear, I do have wonderful weeks. It's just Saturday nights, bad things happen. And then Sunday mornings when we record <laughs> this podcast. Did you wake up with the back issue or when did this I was. It was like me? late at night and I was starting to feel it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man. And like, I don't have like problems like I don't have back problems but yeah. like occasionally like there will be like a day once every like six months where mm. like my back really hurts and I can't do anything and today is just one of those days hey it happens what are you gonna do it's better than having like a super chronic problem oh no of course no yeah, I, I know I people who this. have to deal with like back or like hip issues for so long and it's like yeah. that sounds like such a, an awful headache and so you know every once every six months is fine that's kind of like me with uh hives, hives. and speaking of guess who got hives last night who you're looking Girl. at her. You look fine. I know because I took a I'm Benadryl sure. last night. But you look, I, your skin is flawless. Thank to me. you. Oh but yes, no, last night I in my um I don't know what this is, but inside of your elbow, like elbow butt. Or uh, what I know what this your, would be. Your inner arm. Inner arm, uh, yes. Like, uh, you know what where, you know what where, I'm talking where about. Where it bends, where they take blood. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um I looked down when I was at dinner. I was like, oh, I'm kind of itching, and I had like a whole plethora of hives all in that area, and then they eventually they seem to get wider but then less high and then they eventually went away without any sort of Benadryl but then okay. as I was going to bed I looked in the mirror and there was one 
a hive across my neckline. Ugh. That was just like where my t-shirt touched my body. And so then I took a Benadryl and had very weird dreams. Oh. <laughs> Not to go into them too much because I feel like Matt Seal hates when people talk about dreams. But what, I they, think dreams are fun. They, well, one of them was pretty interesting. So Don't I didn't say I hate more than what I No, <laughs> just I feel like you've told me like, you know, what's not interesting is when people tell me about their dreams. I feel like that's a sentence you've said to me. I've probably said that. I've definitely said that. I, I feel like I've said it like when I've been in a bad mood and I'm just like, everyone, just leave me alone. <laughs> well, I, I don't mind hearing your dream. I, drill I, I, dream I will right keep now. it quick because it also was very detailed. And I, I retold it early in the morning so that I remember it. So I had a dream that Chrissy at Teigen and John Legend mm-hmm. invited me over for a sleepover with like a bunch of people. It was like a party. It wasn't like a sexual thing, just mm-hmm. so we're all clear. So um, I went to their house for a sleepover and I woke up and I saw that my car had been towed mm-hmm. and so I talked to Chrissy I was like oh my god I think my car was towed what happened and she's like yes they towed it but they also came to our door and asked if Matt Palmer lived here and I didn't know what to say and like this is my first time really hanging out with her and so I felt so bad putting her in that position that she'd oh, have no. to like send me live for me so I apologize for that and then I overheard we were at a pool party as well during the second day mm-hmm. John Legend was talking about how he had written Lana Del Rey a handwritten note to like want to collaborate with her uh-huh. and he had received a handwritten note back from Lana that just said no bitch (laughs) and I felt really bad for him and I remember I I hugged him and I cried and I was like I prefer your music to hers any day of the week like you don't even you've never even listened to her I really haven't I've heard Summertime Sadness and the one that was on the Gatsby soundtrack but we do like that that's a good song yeah not Summertime Sadness (laughs) the the Summertime Sadness was always fine for me it was just it was just like overplayed and I was like I'm tired of hearing this Young and Beautiful is great great. it is great and I, I maybe I should give her music I hear that her new album is great so maybe I should give it a fair shot but I haven't uh, um, and I'll, I also had a separate dream in the same nighttime cycle of me auditioning for like a community theater production of Les Mis which I was wrongfully not given a role in 11th grade we'll never get over <laughs> but I was auditioning for Javert they liked me I don't think they heard me sing but I was going to sing Nobody Needs to Know from the last five years beautiful yes. perfect for Les Mis <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I sang that for my ragtime audition wow and like 10th or 11th 11th grade and I got a call back so okay and it well, was like the, the national like youth ragtime thing okay so, you know, so the vocals must have been there, there where really. you sang a completely inappropriate <laughs> song and there was still like we are still like going to give him a call back. you can hear my tone you can hear the range darling. I guess but in the musical theater world that would not fly Why? they would be like this is not right this, I mean this is not this these two shows there is no Venn diagram overlap <laughs> I'm here. sorry for being such a versatile vocalist uh, what, who course, do I apologize true. to for this but um I'm happy you had a very fun dream with I Chrissy did. Teigen. You want to know why I got those hives? It's because you were in a natural body of water. I don't know that, if that algae was it. or the fish or something was the eating thing is, I, feel I don't like, trust it. I feel like I was with people who have a lot of allergies, and they're like, "Oh, maybe it was this, maybe it was this." And it's like, truly, since I've been getting hives, I've gone down the like, "Oh, what am I allergic to?" path. I've been to an allergist, and they're always like, "You know, I don't think it's anything. It could just be stress." And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to do several more rounds of testing to figure out what I'm allergic to, and for them to tell me, "Oh, we don't know." <laughs> it's like, give me a break. No, I never no. want to figure out Are what you I'm stressed allergic about. To. Your sunglasses? I don't think so. Wow. That, I mean, those must have been. Really Really nice sunglasses. If they gave you eyes, the fact that you lost them. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did miss them. I mean, I'm probably after we record this, going to go to Sunglass Cut and get the exact same pair. <laughs> okay, great. I'm pretending so, it never happened. I am, you know. Guys, we're old. We're dying. We're getting hives. Our backs are killing us. It's happening. But you know what? We still have our energy. We yes. still have our enthusiasm, and we still have our skin. And we do. Nice. I mean, besides when the hives are around. When the hives are around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you want to hop into the news, the pop culture news Let's of the week? Let's do it, guys. All right, news for idiots. Speaking of getting old and retiring, 
Nicki Minaj (laughs) has decided to retire, supposedly. Um, So she sent a tweet out last week that said, uh, let me see the initial tweet. She tweeted, I've decided to retire and have my family. And this feels like it was very abrupt and out of nowhere and in... I don't know. I feel like she's a person that feels like she's underappreciated as a rapper and a female rapper. And especially now that, you know, the Lizzo's and the Megan the Stallions and everybody keeps popping up. And of course, the Cardi B's. She feels like she doesn't get her proper credit where she's due because she's been around for so long. And she feels like she has started the latest wave of female rappers. And I don't know. I feel like she's a person that wants that credit a lot. Like she's, you know, even though Cardi B has a Grammy, she does not. And even though Cardi B and Lizzo now have number ones, she does not. And I feel like she just wants her she wants to feel the love she wants you know the sun to shine down on her and i get that yeah but i also don't think she's retiring (laughs) you know what i mean like does uh, raise your hand if you think she's retiring no everyone sits on their hands (laughs) like no one believes this i'm sure girl i'll see you in nine months like when you pop up with like a new song and be like surprise it was all a, a, a scheme exactly new, like, album coming soon. new album coming soon and she tweeted someone tweeted her a, a, a stan I assume tweeted can you please address this retirement thing you're never left us so uh hurt in your entire career we're just hurting Nikki it's us it's the barbs please and she said I'm still right here still madly in love with you guys and you know that in hindsight this should have been a queen radio discussion and it will be in queen radios her apple pod apple music like podcast radio show that she has every once okay. in a while it's weird I promise you guys will be happy no guests just us talking about everything the tweet was abrupt and insensitive and I apologize babe heart all right Nikki well <laughs> I, I don't know where any of this is going. I don't either. I, don't know what it's I feel from. like it's going to end with her having new music, right? Like I just of course it is. There's no. I feel like people classically have announced their retirement. Jay Z has announced his retirement before. Cher has gone on, I assume, several retirement tours and Vegas stints. Musicians that are solo acts don't really retire. Like yeah. they will be around forever. This is their talent, their job, and their passion. So even if they take a long break, they take a break, like they say in Hamilton. Yeah, she's, everyone takes a break to like yeah. have a kid or two or whatever. Yes, why not? Know? But I feel like musically, she's not done. She's got more to say. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. I feel like as soon as there are a bunch of female rappers doing so well, and she's like, oh, I'm retired. But she's like, but I want to be doing really well. I'll show them. And she'll yeah. be back. Yeah. So She'll be back when they all dissipate, disappear. Yes. Not everybody has that. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll just keep an eye out for Nikki and see what she says on this Queen Radio thing. I don't think I'll be listening to it because I'm a Spotify, not an Apple Music. But I'm sure there will be websites that will tell her us, you know, the gist of what happened. So I'll keep my eyes peeled. All right, guys. Um, other things, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> I just feel like she, at this point, doesn't care about the bad press, like, cause it's, nope. she must just know, like, that she is continually stepping in it and saying things that are problematic and people aren't going to like it and she just must not care, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's fascinating. We have brought up Scarlett Johansson Almost as much as we have brought up Hillary Swank on this podcast. And that is a lot of times, guys. And it's just odd because I have no strong feelings for against Scarlett Johansson as an actress or outside of her snafus as a person. She's done lots of great stuff, you know. Um, I've I've always enjoyed her performances. um, I feel like, yes. So Scarlett Johansson essentially has come out and said that she 
is always going to be supportive of Woody Allen and uh, believes him and defends Woody Allen on all of these counts. And it's like yeah, she's she out. Said, she said she's spoken to him a number of times uh, directly about this issue. Yes. She believes him. She would gladly work with him again. Yes. I see Woody Allen whenever I can. And I have a lot of conversations with him about it. I've been very direct with him and he's been very direct with me. He maintains his innocence and I believe him. Was she asked about this specifically? I haven't looked into this story that closely because, again, I was on vacation. Yeah. So, um, do you know that she, if she, this was in response to someone asking her, she's, um, what's I, she even promoting right now? I is honestly, a movie out? I, she does have a movie coming out this okay. year. She's in Oscar contention for um, oh god, a marriage story. Okay, you, no, this is not a Woody Allen driver. Film. No, it's not a okay. Woody Allen film. She's done three films with Woody Allen, mm-hmm. um, and I. I I forget if what I read in the article if she was prompted with a question. I I she doubt must, she I she must, she have, must been. have been. I doubt she was just like, she's "Hey pull, guys, I have an announcement." Karamo. <laughs> yeah, we love Sean Spicer. I have an announcement. Right. I love Woody Allen. Yeah. Um. So I mean, she has worked with him a number of times. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, okay, I get that the Woody Allen case is not as cut and dry as like a Bill Cosby right. case or a um a Roman Polanski case. But did you hear Roman Polanski won? I did. Oh Jesus I, Christ! At the Venice Film Festival, Roman Polanski won the Grand Jury Prize. Lord knows, probably got a standing ovation. Like, oh, of course, he wasn't there to accept it because he can't leave the country he is currently oh, in. That's why I always uh, roll my eyes and people are like cancel culture is the worst thing. We shouldn't be canceling people. And it's like none of these people are ever canceled. They will all come back. Just wait. Yeah, and it's kind of just like you can't say that in regards to Roman Polanski because like he actively fucking did it. Oh, like, he, he absolutely. There's no thirteen-year-old girl. Anyone's like, mind. That like, is just a fact. Like, just this a fact. isn't just like ooh cancel culture. It's like no, Roman Polanski did it. I know. Bill Cosby did, did this it. to these women. Yes. Yeah, and so I and I would even argue that Woody Allen's case is even less cut and dry than Michael Jackson's case. Um, but the best thing you could possibly say in defense of Woody Allen's case yeah. is. I'm not sure if he did it, which to me is not enough for me to say, sure, I would love to work with him. Right. You know, I I just feel like she could have said, I don't I don't know why people are so afraid to say, you know, I I understand why you're asking me this question. It Mm -hmm. is a hot topic with a lot of great points. I don't feel comfortable speaking on this topic. Yes, because either I don't know enough on the issue. Like, you you, know, you can say I I I feel hard. I feel horrible for everyone involved. Um, well, maybe not everyone involved. If, right. if he did it, right. you don't feel horrible at him. Um, but uh, just say I, I. This is a very hard thing to discuss. I know a lot of actresses have made a very firm stance uh, about regretting working with him. Right. I, I don't know enough about this. Right. Or I even just to be like, you know, just trust that I have spoken to him about this and we've gone back and forth. But I've, I'm not turning a blind eye to it, but it's not really something I'd like to comment on publicly. And it seems like she is just allergic to those words. It's like, sweetie, you don't have to have a comment. You on don't everything. have to have a. Comment. It, especially really something don't. that you genuinely don't know about. And also that you didn't do. Like, you don't have to... Re- like, I just... If it's someone you're working with that, like, has done something that is not agreeable, but you still have decided to work with them because of whatever your choice may be, I may not agree with that, and I may talk shit about you, but you don't have to vocally defend him. It's like when Kim Petras came out and said, I don't believe Dr. Luke did that to Kesha. And it's like, Kim, you are a new artist, and I wanted to stand you because she's a trans girl and her pop music is great, but... I don't, it's just, don't belittle other people's stories that are based in something they lived and something they experienced and just say, I just don't think he did it. Yeah, and it's, like, if you don't know about it, just say you don't know about you it. Don't That's know a about perfectly it. fine stance You can choose who you want to work with, but to 
defend them in this way about something that you truly don't you weren't there for or there could be some cloudiness around it's just a bad a bad look well, so and also just like oh I would love to work with him again it's like girl he's never getting American distribution ever again wow like his his uh, recent film uh, Rainy Day in New York it's called something like that who's in um, it uh, I think that's the one with Timothy Chalamet oh um, and Rebecca that's Rebecca Hall yet? is in it it's it uh, I think it's premiering it's premiering in the world oh. but it's he can't find uh, American distribution. Wow. Uh, I thought Timothy Chalamet so he, soon after Call Me By Your Name like was like, I'm donating all the proceeds. He from did, this. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that and that film is not premiering in the U.S. Shit. Uh, and nothing Woody Allen does from here on out probably will ever premiere at the U.S. Unless there's some sort of news that he is... Is definitely 100% innocent. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, so it's kind of just like, girl, like, who would work with yeah, him again? Because it's, it's not like, movie. it's not like you're going to be furthering your career. No. And, and you know, I guess she considers Woody a, a friend and everything. Um, so she would want to do more than just further her career. Uh, but still, it's kind of just like, this doesn't benefit doesn't. anyone. So, of course, Dylan Farrow retweeted and said because if we've learned anything from the past two years it's that you definitely should believe male predators who maintain their innocence without question scarlet has a long way to go in understanding the issue she claims to champion so you know i think we should listen to dylan farrell listen to people who are victims and you know i wasn't there either but i i am always on the side of the victim until proven otherwise just like if you're going to come out i just think there are fewer people claiming to be victims that are lying than there are predators who are claiming to be innocent you know and so i'm just going to be team dylan if she's telling me it's bad it's bad i will not be watching woody allen and scarlet just don't answer so (laughs) just don't answer just don't like imagine being her publicist her pr person you must be like oh i heard that she has the same pr person as Kristen bell and it's like oh night and day you know who never steps in it Kristen Kristen Bell. bell Oh, she's a queen. I feel like I need to watch her show to The Good Place. I've only heard amazing things about it, but I just haven't made the time. Oh, I've heard it's great. I've yeah. heard it's amazing. Yeah. So that's something I plan to do. So I don't know if you've been keeping up with uh, Princess of Pop Britney Spears in the past week, but... I've seen her. She's posted some stuff. Yes, but there's news. Okay. So Britney's dad... I There are so many articles that I'm only reading from the latest one, but from what I understand, Britney Spears' um, father, Jamie... <sighs> Kevin Federline went to the police and basically said that Jamie Spears had physically harmed one of their children. And I, I from what I hear, one of either Sean Preston or Jaden James had he, Jamie had gotten angry and they had hidden one of them had hidden in a bathroom. Mm. Jamie knocked the bathroom door down and violently shook one of the children. I heard this. Kevin yeah. was granted uh, the children were granted a restraining order against uh, Britney's father. And I believe Kevin also now has like. 70 or 80% custody versus Britney's 20 to 30, something like that. Wow, Britney has that little? I mean, she she had 50-50 until this week, but it was in the works oh. before this happened, I think. But then today it comes out that Britney Spears' dad, Jamie, is asking to step down as conservator after alleged articate, altercation with Britney's son. So, um, he's not, he is asking to temporarily not be her conservator and for it to be um, put over to a different person, a lady whose name uh, Jody Montgomery, a woman who he describes as Spears' care manager to be appointed as temporary conservator. But I just don't know what's happening here, and I don't know if this is all leading to Britney Spears not having a conservator or 
I don't know what's going on with her relationship with her father because I know when Domination was canceled, what they told us was that Jamie Spears is not in great health and Britney's focusing on her father and the family. But what I hear from, you know, the hashtag Free Britney movement, not that we want to wade too far into those waters because it gets it's a murky place. (laughs) But um, from what I understand, their relationship is actually not as great Mm -hmm. as uh, is being purported from the media and what the statements that the Britney Spears camp have made. And it's just... I just think it's so hard reading all of this stuff about her and her conservatorship and this custody thing because it's like if anyone deserves peace at this point in their lives, it's Britney fucking Spears. Yeah, like, I'm sad. That's all I have sad. to say. It's not mm. even fun. It's just sad. And I hope this ends with her being happy and having the freedom that she wants. And I don't know. I, of course, loved Glory. I love her performances. But if she never made music again but could find her happiness and find her bliss outside of all of this rigmarole and she and Kevin could co-parent well, mm-hmm. that would be more important to me. Yeah. I think we, I don't know. I feel like she's, but we've sucked so much life out of her and like requested so much. And then like her personal life has gone through so many ups and downs. And it's like, I just want her and her hot boyfriend to go off and be happy and to see those kids as much as she yeah, can. There's and kids involved. Like, come on, like, <sighs> just, let's. Let's make things good. I just I just feel like, is that also not enough? Like Jamie Spears' physical altercation with the son thing? Is that yeah, not enough weird. to get him completely disregarded as a conservator? Like, to me, that's like, oh, this person has the ability to be physically abusive to a child. So clearly, how do we know he's not physically or emotionally abusive to Brent? I don't know. It's just... I feel like it raises a lot of questions. Yeah, knocking down a door. Like, come on. Does that? Oh, so I don't know. Pray for Britney is what I'm saying. We don't really have much to say about it. Just besides, we love her and we, we love want her, her to stream be happy. glory. Stream glory because it's iconic. Yeah. Um, speaking of people, uh, celebrities, young child stars who are dealing with the mental health issues that come out of that. Justin Bieber, did you see this? He made an Instagram post, a very, very, very long Instagram post, and it, it was an, a heartfelt Instagram post on Monday, September second. The singer discussed how jetting to superstar stardom at age 13 and the issues that came along with fame shaped some of his struggles with mental health and substance abuse once he reached adulthood. So it's a long one, so I'm not going to read it, but essentially he details his struggles with depression and the fact that he went from being so a 13 year old who was so adored by the world and the media. And then eventually he became an adult who was lashing out and a young adult who the world had turned on and really hated. And he became very depressed and, Apparently was into was abusing hard drugs, which I did not know, mm-hmm. but he admits to this in his Instagram post. And um, he, you know, he had access to everything he wanted and having the whole world flipped on its head ended up con- to contributing some of the problems he has expressed dealing with as an adult. He expressed that the ups and downs of being an entertainer led to his he- usage of heavy drugs by the age of 19, as well as pushed him to abuse all of his relationships as well as he's. Noted specifically, he had been disrespectful to women. He became resentful and angry, he wrote. He became distant to everyone who loved him, and he was hiding behind a shell of a person that I had become. I felt like I could never turn it around. So, I don't know. Between Brittany and Justin, it's like, man, child, child stars, that's that's bad. It's rough. It's <laughs> you rough. Know? Yeah. It's one of those things. Especially because with Justin Bieber, and, and Brittany Spears a little bit, it seems like it turns real it's quick. really Like, quickly. Justin Bieber went from just being innocent little almost Disney Channel like yes. celebrity to then just like 2012 hit and it was like bam yes. like, like he's public enemy number one yes. like he's peeing in janitors like, like th- throwing up on stage yes just, like bragging about it like it's and then 
and going and then that weird interview where uh some sort of I, I he was being interviewed by the cops for something. Oh, I don't even I remember saw, that. And he was like, and they were like, uh, tell us like about Selena Gomez. And he was like, Don't ask me that question. Like, don't what? don't you dare ask me about her. Oh. Something. I don't even remember what it was. It was a long time this ago. This whole disrespectful to women thing did make me think, like, what did Selena Gomez go through during this time? Like, ugh, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's so it's I feel like it's the celebrity thing is so weird because so many people want to build you up just to tear you down. And like that's the most exciting thing for people. And it's one thing to do that to an adult who is consenting and making these decisions as an adult human being with a fully formed brain. But like these are 13 year old and 16 year old kids that are going through this. Like how do you expect someone to come out of being that famous at that age and then turn into, you know, a normal human being like it's impossible. It's hard. I'm trying to think what I mean, child do it. What child stars have turned out okay? Lacey Chabert. Oh, she did. That's true. What an icon. An icon. She, I mean, she wasn't Bieber Britney level, but absolutely. I love yeah. everything she does. She was so great. In so, the guys, it's melody. possible. You got to be like Lacey Chabert. Um, um, uh, uh, <laughs> Dakota Fanning seems like she's doing well. She's doing very yes. well. She I, like she's kind of like, she kind of like disappeared for a little bit, yes. but now and she was back and in my opinion gave the best performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I she was good um, and uh, uh, to, to continue on with the um, uh, Hallmark movie channel women, Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, uh, she. What didn't become a mess? She didn't become a mess. She does things that I'm like, ah! <laughs> but, <laughs> but she I'm seems sure together. she's a nice person. She seems together. That is you know. true. Um, oh, Jody Sweden. I was about to say the full, all the Full House kids, but mm, Jody Sweden Wait, had a rough time. Jody Sweden was a meth addict. Was she really? Yes. I don't you didn't know. know this? I don't follow any of the Jody Sweden full was house a people. meth addict. Yeah. I mean, she's she's great is now. She good like, now. Oh, she's doing very well now. Oh. Yeah, but Jody Sweden had a very rough time. And even Lori Loughlin's in that Full Lori House. Lori Loughlin. A lot of oh, drama. In uh, the freaking Full House yeah. cast, Candace Who knows? Candy rose above. I know. Judge, uh, what's his name? John Stamos. J- John Coulier. Or, oh, Dave uh, Coulier. Dave Coulier. He broke Alanis Morissette's heart. heart. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. John Stamos broke up with. I don't know who broke up with whom, but broke up Rebecca Romaine. Used to be married, not anymore. That's not so bad. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> like literally going through a breakup isn't bad. I mean, that's what happened with Alanis and Dave Coulier. Yeah, but he. He broke up. I mean, with you her. ought to know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was just like a regular breakup. <laughs> but of course, after that album, I read a tweet today. I imagine that he just like punched him in the face several times. I read a tweet today that was like, "Never date a songwriter," and a songwriter wrote it, and I was thinking, like, I guess that makes sense. I remember <laughs> I was uh, dating this guy, and we were like hanging out or whatever. And at some point, he looked at me and said, "Are you gonna write a song about this?" And I was like, "Probably." <laughs> And did you, Matt Palmer? I actually didn't. He was oh. one that got pretty spared. I feel okay. like he was in, he luckily had worse people around him. Okay. <laughs> but he kind of flew under the radar. Okay. So. Well, guys, the new album is not done yet. It's so not done yet. Next Matt Palmer album. You never know you who's going to get talked about. Oh, he's probably shaking in his boots right now. <laughs> he Truly, he'll be fine. <laughs> Compared to some of the others, he was fine. <laughs> um... R.I.P. Chris Marge, Project Runway. I know, I saw that at 17. Uh, he had a heart attack, right? He had a heart attack, and I feel like a couple of years ago, he had either another heart attack or a stroke or something, and he had a GoFundMe going around because mm-hmm. insurance is insane. Did you know that GoFundMe is the like largest insurer in America at this point because of how much money is raised on GoFundMe to pay for people's really? medical bills? It's insane. Wow. I know, but... Chris March, who was on Project Runway the same season as season four, the iconic, best. iconic if, season. And of if Project you've seen Runway. any season of Project Runway, you've seen it's season, season four. four. Christian Siriano is still 
killing the game. Like, oh my God. The top three, Christian, Rami, Jillian, all amazing. They were all amazing. They were all amazing. And then Chris March. Chris March, I think he didn't make it to the top three, but he still showed at... Uh, Fashion Week, which oh, is what really? they do. Like, the top five always shows at Fashion Week because yeah. they can't. It the fashion shows happen before they announce who the top five is. Right. So like they they don't want to announce who the top three is. Mm. So all the most recent ones. I was about to say evicted, but no, this isn't Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, eliminated, <laughs> have to show during Fashion Week to give the appearance. Like, ooh, they may be in the top three. And Chris March like famously like had. Um, an incredible, incredible, wow. incredible runway show. Did they show it um, on and, and people the show? were like, oh wow, he must be in the top three and he wasn't. Wow. Um, I yeah. didn't know that. I know that he was one of the most popular people on the season, even though he wasn't top four. He was given his own show called Mad Fashion, which ran for one season, ten episodes, and he was later brought back to Project One Ray for one of its all-star seasons. Over the course of his long career, he designed for uh lots of stars, including Madonna, Beyonce, and Lady Gaga. So I he clearly made such an incredible mark, and he was such a joy. I feel like I remember watching him and just feeling like he was a joyful human. Oh, being. he was so positive about everything. He yes. was so wonderful. He radiated through the screen, and it's just like, ugh, it's so sad that we're getting to the point in our lives that like people that we grew up loving are like no longer with us. I know. I mean, he did die young. So he did. Like, yes. No. Like he was what fifty six. I 56, think. Fifty six. Yeah. Ugh. Horrifying. We love you, Chris. We this love podcast you, Chris. is dedicated to you. It is, it is. And um, the last thing <laughs> that I wanted to touch on today, my queen, one of my many queens, friend superstar Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. <laughs> who, by the way, I felt very much a kinship with when I was stand-up paddleboarding, because I feel like I see a lot of paparazzi pictures of her and Courtney Cox stand-up paddleboarding, and okay. I'm like, oh, I wonder if she's ever lost sunglasses in the sea like I have. <laughs> <laughs> but she did receive some backlash for the quote, sprayed tan, comma, skin tone on her cover of Insta. I hear I've heard it's the Taniston Gate is what they're calling it. Oh, Jesus. And uh, he, she's on the cover of Install Magazine's October Beauty issue with the actress shooting five different covers with five different looks. The magazine re- revealed the covers on Instagram this week and fans quickly noticed that with one of them, Aniston is sporting an extremely deep spray tan. Have you seen this picture? I have. I've I've seen darker tans. <laughs> I have life. too, but it. Is weird. Like I feel like there are some times where I look at Ariana Grande too, and I'm just like, <laughs> "What are we doing?" Like I feel like I'm more like that. That look to me feels so dated. Like the incredibly, that incredibly, incredibly like that's like like fake tan. Yeah, that's girl, like white girl. I feel like that is very Jersey like Shore over ten years ago. Yes. So like when I saw this cover, I was kind of just like, "Oh, this isn't what I feel like is." big now yes no it looked really odd and i i i don't know i feel like i understand a lot of the criticism for it because i feel like you know black people are on the covers of these magazines and being touted as this beauty issue so rarely it's like when you see like oh my god you won't believe kylie jenner she's like debuted a new look and it's just like braids or something yeah. <laughs> you're just like um i don't know so i and you know i love me some jennifer aniston and obviously she didn't have control over the entire shoot but it's like I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I always am wary of white people when they send the emojis with different skin tones and the skin tone's <laughs> always a little too dark. And it's like, just use the white one. <laughs> no, I, that's why I, I use the yellow one. Yeah, use the like, yellow one. I use the original. When or, they got all, I was just like, oh, it's just yellow. Just yeah. yellow, yellow, yellow. Keep it yellow. Or if you're going to be a white person and send it, you use the whitest or like the second whitest. Anything <laughs> beyond that, I'm always, it always raises a flag. It's like, that's a little like, what are we doing? <laughs> so this is kind of like that for me. It's like just a little bit like, this isn't the best look. Um, hopefully she 
doesn't do this again <laughs> because it's just like I don't know um the comments I'm seeing on Twitter uh Jennifer Aniston being unproblematic is not a valid argument to defend her heavy tan on that cover so please STFU forever to my fellow pale ladies please cool it with the spray tans they don't make you look better you just look like a culture vulture embrace that ghostly glow wow <laughs> and as, as someone who's not a tanner yourself if if you were doing a magazine shoot uh-huh. deal, and they were like we're going to give you a nice tan you're gonna look like Zac Efron but with the curls it'll be so great so great so great would you take it or would you leave it? I would look insane. <laughs> like they would never ever do that. Like I know. have red hair. But no, maybe, that's just, no. You could look like Blake Griffin. No, they could tell you. <laughs> no, I will never look like Blake Griffin, guys. I, I, oh, maybe I could look like Blake Griffin. <laughs> but like, if I were to look like, but that would literally be blackface. I, but I, hey, that's what you've got to tell your fellow whites. So yeah. if you could pass it around in like the white Facebook groups for us, that like, this sure, is not a good all idea. the white Facebook groups I'm a part of. Yes, just tell them that these people don't like this. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Kylie Jenner, um, I had dinner with Kylie Jenner. That is not dinner. true, but you can tell the real story. <laughs> she was at the restaurant. I was at whatever. I do love and, that. Um, and um, uh, I didn't know it was her, but I like saw her and I looked and I was like, that girl looks like she could be famous. Yes. But I don't know what Kylie Jenner <laughs> looks like. I don't care about her. I mean, I wish her the best, whatever. But like, uh, I don't know her well enough to be like, oh, that's Kylie Jenner. Um, and so the as we were walking outside, she like left around the same time I did. Uh-huh. As we were walking outside, paparazzi took a picture of me and the person I was with and Kylie Jenner driving away in her car. We just were in the same paparazzi picture. I so, love that. I uh, feel like we need to find those paparazzi We need to find photos. this paparazzi picture. If you find a picture of Kylie Jenner where, uh, driving a white squarish car. Okay. I don't know what cars are which. So like okay. it was a squarish car. Okay. Um, she was wearing white. She looked very nice. Um, and she's leaving a restaurant and there are two guys next to the car. Mm. I am one of those guys. Oh, uh, yes. Who's the other guy? Um, another guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and so, so, would you say that this was a date? Uh, I would say it was another guy. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he loves opening him up about his personal life. If we're not clear on that. Um, and so the other guy I was okay, with was yes. like, "Oh, that was." He was like, "Oh, that was Kylie Jenner." You don't have to do. He has, he has an accent. <laughs> um, he, he, the other guy has an accent. Um, he was like, "Oh, that's Kylie Jenner." Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, that's cool, or whatever." And then we walked into a coffee bean, and I was like, <gasps> "And then he was like, what, what?" And I was like, "I'll tell you later." And then another person left Coffee Bean and I was like, oh, my God, that was Robert from Big Brother 4. (laughs) And so he was like, why are you freaking out about this (laughs) when we just saw Kylie Jenner? I mean, the definition of celebrity is different for everyone, but I'm glad you saw (laughs) Big Brother 4 from 2003. Wow. Many moons ago. Hey, I remember him. We, we love it. So um, let's take a momentary break and we'll be back soon with Giving You Moments, Darling, and Email My Heart. Welcome back to the Two Gay Maths Podcast. Oh we're back. We took a long break. This was our first actual break. Matt still had to go to work. I had to go to work. And guys, it's been how many hours? Like eight? eight. I don't know. And my back is feeling incredible. I was and doing kicks and spins and everything in the living room. And Matt Palmer was very depressed. And that always gets me depressed. And also what's happened in the interim is Chrissy Teigen and the president are in a Twitter war. Are they? Yeah. God. <gasps> oh. uh, President was, you know, tweeting about something crazy. I don't need to know. You, there's I'm no exhausted need. All already. All I need to know is that Chrissy Tinkin called him a pussy ass bitch, which I enjoy. Cool. <laughs> Great. Awesome. So, guys, we are on to email my heart, where you guys send us emails with a bunch of fun questions 
uh, and we answer them. Yes. Uh, if you would like to be a part of Email My Heart, you can email us at twogaymats at gmail.com. T spelled T-W-O. Let's jump right into it. We have three that we're going to do today because they're they're pretty short, I feel. I'm never going to get over the fact that be a part of Email My Heart rhymes. Is that not exciting for you every it's time you say it? It's very exciting to me. I love it. I'm, I, would you like me to jump up and down again? No. Okay, no, no. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so the first one is from Helen. Hi, Helen. She says she loves the podcast so far. I've been subscribed to the YouTube channel for three years. I love um, that you read all the compliments in the emails. I do. Well, this one is very long and it's a lot of compliments and I'm, oh. I'm, I'm trying to sort of paraphrase. Okay. Um, she says that she loves the West End uh, production of Company, especially Rosalie Craig's performance as Bobby. Okay. Um, and she's really excited about the Broadway transfer because I don't know if you know this Broadway company's coming back. Okay. Uh, with, you might have told me that. Yeah, with Patty Lapone. With Patty Lapone, Bobby is played by a woman and it was oh. just announced that Katrina Lenk is playing Bobby. Oh, Katrina I saw Lang, you tweet about this, but I don't know Katrina Lang. Katrina Lang, she was in the band's visit. Remember uh, at the Tony Awards uh, in 2018, she sang the song Omar Sharif, and I was like, oh my God, that was incredible. And you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds familiar. Katrina I, Lang is incredible. I'm very excited to see her. All right, her great. Uh, so this question is basically for me. Uh, Matt Steele, I'm interested to know your thoughts on this revival and transfers from the West End in general. I love transfers from the West End. 2019, I feel like, is going to be my year of being obsessed with and or rediscovering my love of British musicals. Oh. But that's neither here nor there because <laughs> Company is very much an American musical that was yes. just uh, um, sort of redeveloped, not redeveloped, but uh, there was a, a new production mounted in the West End where mm-hmm. the main character, Bobby, is now played by a girl. Um, and that is coming to Broadway with Patti Lapone and Katrina Lank, as we have just talked about. Um I'm excited for this revival. Company, I listened to a little bit of the cast recording. Company, to me, is very much um, a period piece, mm-hmm. and I, I find that it plays better when it's a period piece. We talked oh, about right. Company. You did mention this to me. Yeah, we talked about Company on our Patreon, if you guys are uh, patrons, um, and it has very much, a, we listened to the cast recording, and it has mm-hmm. very much 70s style music um, in the orchestrations and everything, and and this version is an updated version. I think it takes place nowadays. Um, and so the orchestrations are very different. And I really, really miss the old oh, orchestrations. And they say, don't they replace like call with text with, like, at te- some point? Yeah, like another hundred people. Instead of saying, uh, uh, call you in the morning or my service will explain to like, I'll something, something text you or whatever. Oh. I, I didn't listen uh, that fully into the, the cast recording. But I heard of all these changes. And I'm kind of just like, uh, I don't know how right. I feel about that. I mean, and to me, it's just the music doesn't pop as much without those brash sort of semi-obnoxious 70s orchestrations right like it really just doesn't um uh and i'm also a little disappointed that uh there's a scene after the ladies who lunch where joanne who's the older character going to be played by patty lapone says she's drunk and she's like bobby when are we going to make it essentially asking bobby like hey when when are we going to fuck yeah um and so i was excited thinking about like oh my god now it's like a lesbian scene right. sort of but apparently they changed it to a Joanne saying, when are you and Larry going to make it? Mm-hmm. Larry is Joanne's husband. And it's kind of just like, oh, that's not as fun yeah, as I was boring. anticipating. Um, but you know what? I have an open mind. I'm excited. I think Marianne uh, uh, Elliott is a wonderful director. And so I am excited to see what she does with it. And you're clearly I, happy about the cast. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I think Katrina Lang is such an interesting choice uh, to play the female Bobby. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going in with an open mind. But, like, these are my reservations. That's but, fair. Yeah. So, um There was no question for you there, Matt Palmer. That's fine. I support (laughs) the West End as well. Of course, we love the West End. We love the West End. End show. 
recently. Okay, the next is from Jordan. Jordan uh, says, loving the new... This is also a long email. We love Jordan. <laughs> uh, loving the new podcast. Uh, oh, having an hour listening to the, talk about hot topics and delve into subjects each week has been even better. Thank you, Jordan. We oh, love thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet, Jordan. Uh, Jordan has heard us mention before that It's Quiet Uptown Reaction is one of our favorite videos that we have ever done. Yes. And Jordan 100% agrees. Uh and Jordan also likes look what you made me do reaction never fails to make Jordan laugh. Oh, that's sweet. So the question for email my heart is what are some of your other favorite reaction videos you've done or are there any videos you wish you could have a do over on? Maybe your opinion changed for better or worse of the song after more listens. I know Matt Palmer will say into you. <laughs> um, or are there any songs you didn't get a chance to react to that you wish you could have? Um, I, Jordan pays attention. The I know that, you have a better memory of our reactions and reviews than I do. Cause I mean, no shade to those, but I think of our videos, I rewatch those the least. Like yeah, if ever definitely. I'm like, Oh, what were we doing a couple years ago? I always watch like the like roomy wed games, like just the silly ones that are all yeah, more we, personal. We talk more about our personal lives. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, but we realize that people love, I, I do watch the look, the look what you made me do reaction. <laughs> that one is that. funny. I do the Kelly Clarkson. It's quiet uptown reaction is there's nothing like, I it, mean, like <laughs> not to just speak about how amazing we are, but I do love that one. And if anyone ever wonders why in our videos now we have like, Oh, click the link to go to the Facebook to see our full reaction live. It's because the it's quiet uptown video actually got taken down. Down. After it had gotten several thousand yes. views and, and so everyone we, loved it. Yeah. So that day we were like, okay, we're never going to put the song in the YouTube video because it can literally, it won't even be like demonetized. It'll be completely removed from the channel. And it's like, that's not okay. Like yeah. we can't have that. No. So I know people don't like it when we put it on Facebook instead of actually in the video. But if you want to become a patron, you can get them all in one. Go to Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash 2K mats for that option. Yes. Um, so what are your favorite reviews and reactions? We've done? Obviously, the best video of our entire web series is you reacting to Beyonce dropping the surprise <laughs> album. Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, See, thank you. He even sneezes because he's just has his body has such a physical reaction. That's true. I can't. Not. It. But yeah, that that was our first like. I did like that. One. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I sound like a crazy person. You look like a crazy person. <laughs> and I was so wrong about like, how is she going to do well? How is she going to debut at number one with there's no lead up and it's all surprise. And of course, Beyonce knows all and everything worked out. And she's Beyonce. Yes. And but yeah, that was a very I mean, that's funny just one. such an excellent video and I literally don't do anything in it, but I still love it. <laughs> I love the uh, Hamilton review we do after we just listen to it on the NPR and we like having been and we're just like oh yes. that's just we because you get so much just from listening to the score of Hamilton that you mm -hmm. kind of can like see the musical in your head almost oh, like yeah that's one of the shows that once I saw it live it like expanded a little bit for me but I was like yeah no this is kind of what I pictured oh, yeah. in my head and I was so surprised I think I was so taken aback in the video because you were so initially it. into it and I was like oh my god Matt it's a musical oh my oh, oh, Matt Palmer oh we my should god have known it was a huge hit when we were both like obsessed with that oh, first immediately. listen. I so I think that I do like that video a lot because that was our like real like it was such an enthusiastic yes. genuine reaction. Even Lin Manuel Miranda I was said gonna that say, we were hilarious. He did say we were hilarious. So if anyone wants to talk shit about us, then whatever. Lin likes us. So uh, yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, what songs that there are a lot of songs that came out that we wish we could have reacted to. Yes, I mean lately I wish we had reacted to the Normani video. Oh my god, because. But we I didn't mean, know we it didn't was know. There was no idea we knew. There was no way for us to know it was going to be as good as it was. And maybe that would be a fun Patreon thing. Just go back and watch it, even though it's not an initial reaction. So, um, 
But I mean, we still had got it on the podcast. My initial thoughts, but that is a recent song and video that I wish we. Yeah, could have I feel like is, isn't channel. there like a Beyonce moment that that we missed? That we missed? Is there? I don't know. I want to. I want to say there was like something big that I'm just like, uh, oh, the thank you next video. We obviously yeah, did we not, didn't do that. Didn't react to. Yes, we reacted to that on Patreon. Yeah. Um, I still think that video is overrated, but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anything that's changed, I mean, outside of Into You, which was better than, I mean, I could see why I thought the production was dated on Into You, but just listening back to it, it's like, no, no, this song is perfect and <laughs> I have no, you know, issues with it. I think maybe I was a little nicer to me than I should have been, the Taylor Swift song, just because I was so just, I needed it to not be reputation and it mm-hmm. so wasn't that, that I... In listening to it now, I like it a lot less than I did when I first listened to it because I just was so excited that it was like, okay, we're not doing like dark rapping melody lists, <laughs> you know, garbage, that reputation and um, big reputation. Nah. <laughs> Endgame is just so unforgivable to me. But so I, I, I got a lot of comments. I was like, I can't believe you like this. And truly, I can't believe I did either. <laughs> still like me. You I do still like think it more than I, I do. Th- I mean, I don't love it, but like, I think it's cute and fun. Um, the the go-to reaction video that I always make fun of, yeah. of just where it's just like, what are we doing, <laughs> is Selena Gomez's <laughs> fetish. I like, think that's such a random one for you to have such a problem because with. It, because it's just such a random song that right. went nowhere. And we were just like, we gotta react to it, we gotta react to it. And our reaction was kind of just like, we like it. Now, it's and fine. And have I, like, you have, ever listened to it again? I don't think I've listened to it again. I think we have started lately, if the song doesn't do anything for us, we'll record a reaction and just put it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no secret, shade. Guys. We, see, well, only secret for people who are listening to the podcast. We did record a reaction to Camila Cabello's Shameless video or song mm-hmm. recently and like... I had nothing to say I about have, it. I have no thoughts about that. I was like, this is fine. And this I was like, nice. this is pretty bad. <laughs> I just... But the thing is, I honestly... I don't think it's bad. I don't it think it's bad. Like... But I do think that maybe she and I have very different taste in music. I don't think she is bad, like a bad singer. I think... A lot of the music that she puts out and that she's really excited about, I'm just always like, her? Really? Like, this is what we're, this is, I mean, I'm sure it's a very okay <laughs> song, but it doesn't do anything for me. So I think we just mm. have different tastes in music, Camila and perhaps. myself. So, well, yeah, uh, uh, some stuff I regret, I regret not um, reacting to Selena Gomez is like, uh, good for you. Oh, like yeah. That. Like, like cause, Bad Liar. Cause those are, that's, and Bad Liar. Like, I those know. are songs that we really, and Hands to Myself. Like, yes. those, that's the stuff that we really, And really, like, we really didn't really react love. to The Lord album when it first we came did, out. And, and we what love a that. Album. I was talking about that album at work today. I it's, was uh, green light was playing on the um, at where I work, yeah. And I was dancing around to it, and I turned to my coworker Destiny. I was like, "This album's so fucking good," <laughs> and she was just like, "What is this?" And I was like, trying to explain to her like everything. Oh, and I why wasn't Supercut a single? Oh I'll never God, get yeah. over it. So yeah, there are definitely some things that we regret not reacting to, and right. not that we regret reacting to, but kind of just like, uh, why did we? react I feel to this? like nowadays you will be less likely to see us react to a Selena Gomez fetish situation yeah, <laughs> yeah. Will, we might review it and record it and then be like let's not put that on <laughs> yeah just because it's who wants to watch a video of us being like this was fine this was we fine. don't have much of an opinion exactly um so the last question is from Gemma. Uh-huh. Gemma says hi matt's my faves are lady gaga and rihanna okay and so i have been starved for new pop music lately girl haven't we all yes um uh, she asked us about ava max is the first new pop star mm-hmm. i've gotten excited about in a while she's bringing the sound back to 2010 uh which Gemma has missed so much have have you heard her stuff and what do you think? I have not heard of her, but since you have re- uh, 
given me a name, to, I will look her up. Oh, have you heard? Have you heard "Sweet But Psycho"? What's oh, that? she's sweet but psycho. psycho. That's her. Little. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. I love her. <laughs> okay, well, that's a stretch. But I, <laughs> yes, I first heard this song when I was in Sweden for work last, like December, and we were in this in the car and I was listening to, and I heard it and I was like wait these lyrics are insane this melody is amazing this is kind of like fame era gaga with the ma 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 or whatever so let me shazam it and I was like okay I love her I love this I can't wait to hear more um, her follow up singles have been kind of whatever to me honestly I do like the new one Torn the most it kind of has kind of a disco flair to it and doesn't sample the song, the ABBA song that hung up samples but it's really sounds like it does <laughs> the ABBA gimme 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 or whatever the song is. Yes, it sounds. There's a moment in that new song that sounds just like that, but it's like, oh okay. no, it's not a sample. It's like, cool. okay, whatever. But yes, I think she's cool. I think that haircut thing is a little stupid, but you know, everyone's got to have their gimmick. Have you seen her? No. Her whole thing is like half my hair is short and half my hair is long, and like that's like her thing. And it's like, okay, girl, uh, okay, and. Okay, it's, we'll see. We'll just, see. It's like very gimmicky, but hey, who knows? Maybe it'll work. Uh, okay. And she she is exciting. And I, if I was a 2010 music fan, I get why you'd like her. Okay, I, yeah. I feel like that, oh, she's sweet, but it's like, oh, that song's kind of, how old It is. is she's trying out? to f- find a follow-up. She's trying to not be a one-hit wonder. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, I do like that song. So I will song. I will look up Ava Max. Yeah. Um, also, another quick question from Gemma, who actually um, signed it as Grace. So I'm not sure if it's Gemma or Grace. We, we love, love you either both. one. Um, uh, also, Matt asks, what do you think of about Ryan Murphy doing a chorus line miniseries. What do you think? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is going to be. I literally, you know, I feel like if I, when I was younger, I would have been like, this is ridiculous. Why would you change and alter such a classic? Like, I'm furious. I'm such a purist. Blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. But at this point, I'm kind of just like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, <laughs> if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Do you think every episode is going to focus on a different dancer? I mean, like, well, it's a 10 part miniseries and there are 16 car- dancers. Oh, well, I imagine one whole episode will be the audition sequence. But like, how how are you going to expand on stuff? Right. Like, are you going to rewrite the Pulitzer Prize winning book? <laughs> are you going to add more songs to the Pulitzer Prize winning score? These it's a questions. score that Matt Palmer loves. I do actually love it. It's very good. And I didn't expect to love it. Ten A 10 part miniseries that that's actively insane but I'm all for an insane choice yes we'll see if it's good we'll see if it's bad is it gonna be on Netflix I, I don't remember. I think it is we'll review that's it that's interesting <laughs> I'm, I know we will and at God. least it's something I like so yeah exactly that's nice so I'm I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward more to that than the uh, prom musical when that comes out like, <laughs> you haven't even listened to the prom I heard enough of the prom at fucking the Tonys and I was like absolutely not <laughs> I feel like a movie version of the prom could be fun I'm gonna pay attention but I also thought it was really messy how they announced that Ariana Grande was in it and then she had to be like no I'm not <laughs> that was I don't know that's rough I'm gonna keep my ear to the grindstone about it but I, I don't know Okay. I'm nervous. I feel like you hate that song too much. I really hate it. <laughs> you hate what that is that too. line in that song? Um, uh, One thing's universal. Life's no dress rehearsal. Kill me. <laughs> Horrible lyrics for 100. Like, I hate that. I don't mind I, it. Oh, I think it's relatively It really cute. makes me throw up. All I right. really hate it. Um, So those are my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, let, I think it's the last segment of the show. We made it to that point. Oof, so It now, took all day. It did. It took all day. <laughs> What has been giving you life this week, Matt Steele? Oh, God, you're going to hate this answer. Oh, God, here we go. Because it's about Big Brother. Our one thing. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I told you guys, please, um, if you're a Big Brother fan, please let me know. And someone reached out to me. I to- <laughs> I would totally would say your name, but I completely forget where you reached out, whether it was email, whether it was Twitter, where, and I can't find your comment. Yeah. Whoever you are, I saw it, and I'm glad that you're with me. <laughs> guys, 
okay, this entire season of Big Brother has been really, really rough. The cast has kind of been a big old dud, except for an icon named Nicole. She's been the fan favorite since the very beginning. Nicole is has a heart of gold, just so sweet, so wonderful. Uh, everyone is obsessed with her. She has not been able to win a single solitary <laughs> fucking thing, but everyone loves her anyway just because she's so fucking great. And you saw me during that double. There was a double eviction on Thursday, and Nicole, live television, one head of household. You probably don't know what that is if you're not a Big Brother fan, but she won a competition. Matt Palmer saw me. I was so excited. excited. And then I, after you went to bed, like watched that moment over and over again, and I legitimately shed a tear. Like I legitimately cried just because I was so fucking happy for her. Well, Nicole. If this is a spoiler alert, by the way, to the one Big Brother fan, (laughs) if you're not following the feeds, please turn off this podcast now. But uh, obviously, head of household happened. Jackson won. Jackson literally has won a million competitions. He's been Mm. dominating the end. Uh, And then they have the power veto competition where you can take off a person who was nominated. Who was nominated. Uh, It was Cliff, who was Nicole's number one ally, and Tommy, who uh, Nicole evicted Tommy's number one ally Mm. during the double eviction. Nicole won the power of veto and also it was the uh, a big famous competition they have every single year it's called the BB comics where all the car- all the cast members are made up as comic book characters and you have to like guess like it's like a match game sort of see what's on the cover of the comic book uh, it's real stupid I actually don't like it but <laughs> but whatever BB does it every year um, and so it's but it's like a famous competition and Nicole actually beat the record for the fastest time in completing this competition. She won the power veto and huge spoiler. Nicole is about to make the most badass move of the entire. She's going to take Tommy off, or uh, Cliff. Off She's going to take block. Cliff off the block. Yeah. So Jackson, who's that of household his the only other option is his girlfriend goes up cliff, Nicole Jackson and this girl, Holly have a final four deal. Cliff and Nicole are going to, Vote out Holly and <laughs> fucking go against their for performance. I mean, I only watched one episode. That's pretty great. <laughs> fucking great because for the past couple of years, like, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but the juries have been a little bitter, what as we call them. Mm. Uh, and where the person who maybe does a little bit more backstabbing doesn't win in the final two, right. uh, and the person who plays the sort of more loyal, wholesome game ends up winning. And that is not the way old Big Brother was at all. Old Big Brother was very much, except for season three, which my girl Danielle Reyes was robbed. Right, let's let's finish this. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so uh, for the past couple of years, people have been very scared to like make really, really backstabby moves yeah. and like really get blood on their hands. And this angelic angel (laughs) Nicole is gonna get her hands so fucking bloody it's like I don't give a shit if you win girl you fucking did it you are a legend I'm so excited I mean the only thing I will tell you is I feel like you've gotten excited about things before they've happened several times and then they don't end up happening and you get so upset so you know what it's what's been giving me a moment for the past week or the past this week okay so that's what's been giving me moments I'm just excited I'm sorry if you don't care no I'm not it's more that I'm nervous this won't turn out the way we want to and then you'll be very upset well then you'll have to like buy me something nice or like make me dinner or like maybe like vacuum my bedroom. None of these seem like things I'll do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, mine is a bit based, so I can't even judge your silly giving me moments because mine is also silly. Okay. But, okay. So last week I was listening through old songs and I found, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, 
Ashley Parker Angel. Oh, that's why we were talking about it. I was like, why is he talking about well, Ashley I Parker talk Angel? about it because, you know, I physically bought his album on iTunes. Yeah. Like, I went, I like <laughs> went. showing me this I am, I'm showing you the cover. CD, guys. And because it's not on Spotify for whatever reason. And so I was like, I need the... HQ versions of especially the first two tracks, which were co-written by Max Martin and someone whose name we don't mention anymore, but he co-wrote Since You've Been Gone with Kelly Clarkson, and he works a lot with Kesha. He used to work a lot with Okay. Kesha. But these first two songs entitled Let You Go and I'm Better are just so incredibly excellent. I feel like if in 2006 there was any justice in the world, Ashley Parker Angel's album would have been a big hit. I do think I'm Better is better than Let You Go, and Let You Go was the single, so maybe that was the issue. But... I just feel like Max Martin has such a large over of music, but I feel like before Since You've Been Gone, he was going through a little bit of a downturn, and he needed to reinvent his sound, because what producers kind of do is they have a sound, and they just keep making the same song over and over again with various versions, and I just think every version of Since You've Been Gone that Max Martin and Dr. Puke made is so fucking good. <laughs> like, I love wow. the Veronica's Forever. I love I'm Better. I love Let You Go. I even love My Life Would Suck Without You, and that's Since You've Been Gone <laughs> part 11. I but, mean, that's a great song. <laughs> oh, it's an excellent song. But then it's just amazing to me listening to what Max Martin did in that era, especially with rock pop music. And I just miss, obviously, you know that I'm a big Avril head and I miss that sound so much. And I feel like there was never a guy that really captured the sound as much as I wanted him to. Oh, you didn't like Good Charlotte? No. <laughs> and obviously, I'm much more a, big, a much bigger fan of lady pop stars than men pop stars. But oh, these tell. first two tracks on the Ashley Parker Angel record, I Am Better and Let You Go, especially I Am Better, are just pop songs for the ages. I really, really encourage you to go listen to I Am Better on YouTube. You won't get the quality you want, but I did buy this CD on Amazon for actually one cent. <laughs> the sh- wow. The shipping was like five sixty. The CD itself was one cent. Um, How much profit did he make off I mean, this sale? literally nothing. And but it's just one of those things where it's like, I get it wasn't a giant hit, but it sold like more than what CDs sell nowadays. And I just don't see why it's done on Spotify. And this is also... You know, I just feel like we all wanted to fight Spotify. We all wanted the music industry to be a profitable one. But, you know, that ship has sailed. So just put your shit on Spotify. Let us all enjoy it because I should be able to listen to I'm Better in the highest quality as I want at any point in time. Guys, it's only one cent. I'm looking at this album cover art and I'm just like, man, 2006 was a time. It was a time. This is just a weird dragon decal (laughs) logo just slapped on there with some goth shit. Yes, I tried to listen to the whole album and it's very much like... Like, oh, I heard the Avril Lavigne album once. Let's make an album of our own. And you <laughs> know what? That's a fine thing to do. It is, but like we could have done a little bit better. But these <laughs> first two tracks truly are excellent. And I implore us all to give Ashley Parker Angel his just due. Wow. So all the CDs in your that are on your dresser right now. <laughs> this is not going on the like, dresser. It's, it's like, like Adele, Adele Beyonce, Beyonce, Taylor, Taylor Mariah. Right. Ashley Parker Angel. Ashley, Ashley Parker Angel is not going to go on the dresser. He's no. going to be inside a drawer. Yes, he'll definitely go inside a drawer. I've ripped the songs. On, I have it on my Spotify now, so I have it everything I need from it. But it was a time. People, one hundred and fifteen thousand people bought the CD the first week, and it was a flop. If one hundred fifteen thousand people bought a CD in one week, right now it would be the hugest. Oh hit in shit! The world. Yeah, she, they'd be like Billie Eilish. So, wow. Whew. man, music's dead. Is the point? Mind you, too, girl. It's true. Everybody's man. dying. So. 
But I think that's it from me. Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we say goodbye? I don't think there is. Oh, so everyone, make sure if you haven't heard our dropping of this throughout the episode, go to patreon.com slash 2 mats, and for an extra $1 per video, you'll get a bonus video from us every single week. We are right now going to record a uh, review to TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool, the iconic uh, Best R&B Album winner of 1995 at the Grammys. Um, also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Paul Music. And at, it's Matt Steele. And at 2 mats for both of us. Go to youtube.com slash 2 mats for all our main channel videos. And is there anything else for them? We love you. We love you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another brand new 2 Gay Mats podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.